0: Presented by AT and T. Connecting changes everything.
2: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Radio.
1: We're sports fans. I mean, I got sports on 24 seven. I'm like Leif Schreiber, bro. 24 <laughs> seven. I got it all the time. I'm like but Jack Fowler, 24. Yeah, just I'm a fa- There's the difference. Here's what Cavino and Rich. Here's what we learned. Yeah, working in sports. There are two types of people. There are fans who have a, a healthy relationship with it, and there are like nerd, like sports machines, like the George Michael sports machine. <laughs> sports nerds who, like, they don't ever not talk sports. It's like, hey, man, you know how's the family doing? Yeah, you family's know great. Did you see what LeBron did last see? night? Unbelievable. Well, You're like, oh, can you stop being a sports nerd for one minute? I will you say have to though, have a healthy relationship with, with everything in life. Everything in moderation, Rich. If, it was a you, balance. Uh,
2: if you listen to Kavino on Rich, I did say on Friday that it was uh, my kid's birthday party this weekend. With all her little kindergarten friends. Yeah. And then earlier in the day, I had to take my son to a preschool birthday party. And let me tell you this. The easiest way to talk to other dads, though, is sports. Yeah, well, common ground. It that's, was Saturday, it was Saturday morning, and there was a lot of, yo, you think the Lakers are going to you know, win tonight, make it 2-1? That was just the easiest conversation to have with any dad it's at the park. It's
1: always great advice to find a common ground with your boss, dads at school, the father-in-law, whatever the case is. I mean, if you know your father-in-law is a Green Bay Packers fan, that's fun and easy conversation to build upon right so either way don't be a sports nerd don't be a sports baby and thank you for hanging out with us hope you enjoyed your weekend and happy what is it uh queen victoria day in canada Eh? eh.
2: eh. hope you're having a great monday eh? well yeah they got a three-day weekend and then next weekend we get a little memorial day weekend eh. and uh we'll be filling in for dan patrick memorial day morning
1: can't wait so write it down and remember it you gonna uh grill in studio yeah, we got grill. Yeah, absolutely. Throw some uh, burgers
2: on. We got some brisket. Ramos got the brisket oh, preparing got, now, already. We got the butcher
1: box. We've Smoke got it ready to go.
2: All right. Now, I do want to talk about a little league thought. And it has to do with not arguing with little league umpires. What about when they don't know the rules?
1: What if they just messed up? Yeah. Um also, can you call timeout like Jimmy Butler? Can you call timeout and <laughs> be like, "All right, hold on, guys. Hold on. I think you got it wrong,
2: 13-year-old knows picking umpire." So, watching a road team celebrate clinching. We'll get to that. Uh, did Big Ben Roethlisberger say what everyone's really thinking and feeling? I'll get to that story if you don't you know better, because there's a lot to get to. Uh, Pete Alonso doing a junk thrust. What is that all about? Uh, so many random stories. So little time. But you ever see someone at a store, I have to say this, because I went over to El Pollo Loco to get a little uh, chicken avocado wrap before oh, I got here. I, uh, I'm i a bigger fan of Los Pollos Hermanos, but yeah. That one's pretty good, too. There's a place in my town that I get breakfast burritos at, El Pollo Amigo. I'm like, oh, my Uh, chicken friend. Chicken friend. So I order on the app, and I guess I got enough points where I was like, oh, I gained points. Free chips and guac today. Oh. I press redeem in store. I go to pick up my wrap, and I go, hey, man, I'm going to redeem my chips and guac. Because once you press, like, redeem, it expires within the hour. Mm Mm-hmm. So the guy looked at me and I you got a look on his face, like, you know, I just want to mess with someone. He's like, Yo, my man. Like, you gotta do that when you order, or it's not valid. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I ordered and I, you know, I'm picking up my wrap. Let me just redeem my chips, otherwise it'll expire. He's like, Looks like you're out of luck. And I'm like, Looks like I'm out of luck. Yeah, but I just I, you know, I got the points. Says here, free trips in Guac. Well, not today. And I'm thinking to myself, "This guy's serious? He's gonna, he's not gonna let me redeem my free trips and walk And now I'm starting to get mad, like, like why you squeezing my shoes? Why you busting my chops for no reason? I'm like, is this guy mad about his Lakers losing? Is this guy have a rough weekend? His girlfriend not putting out? What's going on with this guy? I don't know what to tell you. His manager oh. hears me. Who's his manager? Bruce Bochi? No, Classy uh, Freddie Blasi. <laughs> Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, <laughs> Mr. Fujis his manager. The Fuji. <laughs> and the, the manager, this woman, hears this and she goes, are you serious? I'm so sorry, sir. I don't know what his problem is. Maybe he have, he's having a pinchy vato Monday. Here's your chips and guac. Have a great day. Did he get fired? No. I, but it was clear that even, I was like, you know when you're looking around like, is anyone else realizing that this guy's being a, you know? The manager. You know what? You
1: look behind, and no one cares about your little argument, your little hustle with the- It's like that, with it's like the, that
2: uh, comedy skit where someone's at the register at the supermarket. They try to look behind everyone else in the line. Do you believe this guy? you believe this And they everyone's like, care. no, I don't believe it. They're just, just Stop like, using coupons. Get the hell out yeah, of here. They're just like, hurry up with your order, dude. Care? I don't care about your little squabble. So anyway- they don't just,
1: care. It was, and by the way, not to downplay your story, but I don't care either. It's perspective, right? I don't about care about your story. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. care about. You know
2: what? I'm sorry. How is no, it that it you just started sounds- the
1: show again? Like this time of year, sports nerds. You uh, know, like, Spot, can they it. They have nothing to talk about. Can it. You We're know talking what? about chips and guac. No, 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 because G. this got Rich all up in a tuss- tussle. In a frenzy. A frenzy. A frenzy. Really? Now I was in a frenzy over Chips and And grog. I get it, right? Because it just Hang happened. On, let
3: me mark this for a promo. Yeah, please.
1: But I just realized, like, <laughs> dude, I heard the worst story today, Danny G. And it I'm puts trying. everything... Oh, was it, was no. it just now? No. So, oh. You don't know the story? Oh. I heard the worst story today. You know, and I don't mean to fire down the mood of everybody having a good day. We're going to lift the spirits back up. But it's a perspective story oh. that makes you feel better about your little yeah. hassles and you know hops. What?
2: I get the point of my story was not, man, Rich told a really terrible story about chips and guac? Like Danny G. It, it has to do with the fact that very rarely when someone's doing something annoying to you, is there anyone else that hears it or sees it? Let me tell you something. How many times have you come in with like, you were hassled at the car dealership or somewhere, and like, Hassles no one's happen every day. But how often does a hassle happen and someone overhears it and they're like, you're right, sir. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that's true. Someone had your back
1: in so, the moment. That never happens. That makes it, you feel good. In the middle
2: of a hassle? A little bit of a redemption. But I, I guess I was just trying to bring up the mood because before we get to the NBA and before we get to the fights of the weekend and well, Big me, Ben Roethlisberger, there's a story Cavino showed me that I didn't even want to bring up because it's the worst story It's ever. perspective, though. Let me explain what I mean. Like this weekend, you know what really squeezed my
1: shoes? Ramos. You might relate, Ramos, because you, you see these fruit guys here in L.A., right? These Mexican fruit guys? And they sell delicious fruit with tahini. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. Oh, Squeeze yeah. a lime,
2: Danny oh. G. The tahini and lime,
1: Danny G. Out <laughs> right of Valley Circle. Right? I went oh, so and good. got money out of the ATM. That's how bad I wanted this. A cash. hot Saturday, ten dollars, cash only. It's eight bucks, dude. It used to be five bucks. It's gone up. It's inflation. Gone up. Inflation, I tell you, right, dude. So I, I go to the Vato. I'm like, hey, Vato, give me the mix, right? You know the mix, the tahini, everything. I want all the fruit, all the fixings. No Look coconut it up. though. Ugh. The fruit cup, yeah, right, dude. I'm there halfway through the cup, and the guy didn't hook me up with any pineapple. Oh. Dude, no tragedy. pineapple. That's the best. I know. That's the, that's the reason I got this cup. $8 cash money, and Should I gave him a tip. $4 off. Dude, I gave him tip and everything. I'm he like, gave me a lot of cucumber, you he said. He gave me <laughs> cucumber, and uh, what's the other one spot that I don't like? Hicama. He gave me Hic- a Oh, you always say ah! no jicama. Dude, uh,
2: no jicama. He no didn't give jicama. me any
1: pineapple, which we all know is the greatest of all the fruits. So I'm like, I... I spent ten dollars on his fruit cup. He gave me no pineapple. Here I am all mad
2: about it, like Rich and his nachos. Oh, so, so here's the top here's the question. Uh worst story. Now who, who no, came no, no, with no, no, the no. worst story to Fox Sports the today? The reason
1: now. I bring that up is because all these trivial things don't matter. Don't matter. Your team loses, it doesn't matter. You get too you much know, uh
2: hick- or, what is it? Hickama. You too, get too yeah. much hickama in your fruit cup. The uh, the Vato Loco and El Playo Loco doesn't want to give you your, your coupon block. Trade your favorite player, it doesn't matter.
1: I read a story today that puts everything in perspective and should make
2: everybody right now feel grateful that they're alive and they're healthy. Health is wealth. Call your kids. Call dude, your wife. Call yeah. your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Call anyone. Just say, I Spot. love you. Have you heard this story?
1: Clearly, I haven't. Dude, there's a story today I, I feel so bad. There's a guy in Rockland, California, I believe it is. Yeah, this Rockland, story,
2: California. This story's so bad, you may walk out. I'm not even joking. It's the saddest thing I've heard in why years. Why are you
1: going to bring down the show no, on no. Monday? Because it's perspective. Why. Rich talking about his nachos does nothing to my soul I mean, after a, hearing okay, a story. Okay, take him, my boy. There's plenty of perspective uh, stories no, out there. That's the worst one. I don't need to focus on them. There was a guy who got out of his car to help a family of ducks cross the street. Come on. I'm not even kidding you. This is a true story. In front of his children. Everybody... No, in front of a bunch of other children, like families and everything. I don't think his family was watching. But other families were there like, yay, oh, what a great guy. And a car hit him moments later and he died. Yeah, people were filming this
3: because they thought it was such a great moment.
1: Stop
2: it. Family of ducks They got pictures and video of this moment. There's like a last picture of this guy. Stop it. And people are applauding him because instead of running over these ducks... He gets out of his car and he's like, "I'm going to escort the... And he's a dad. Yeah. Other families and kids are cheering this guy on. What a good fella! And some 17-year-old who is probably, you know, I'm not saying. But I, I would guess. My guess would be looking at her phone or something. You know, what? I'm I'm a little confused on guy. whether
1: or not his family was watching. But the headline was "Father's Final Act of Kindness," and he's walking the ducks across the street. It, literally moments later, after people documented this kind gesture he unfortunately gets hit by a car and dies. So if that's not a perspective sort of shifter to make you say, "Hey, yeah, I guess uh my nachos aren't that important." That's horrible. Then I don't know what is. You know, well, I'm not going to talk about my nachos. If you're anymore. feeling about if you're feeling bad about the Lakers, it's all good. If you're that, feeling Danny? bad about the Celtics, it's all good. If you're like, "Man, I lost money on that robbery this weekend, man. Lomachenko won that fight." It's all good. It you're doesn't live. matter. You're alive. Healthy, should be feeling good about this Monday. Jeez, any other miserable stories you want to share with everyone? I read this story before we started the show. I can't get it off my mind because I'm like, what is the deal?
2: That's so sad. Here one second, gone the next, doing a good deed. And and it's the saddest picture of this guy walking ducks across the street.
1: So, did you see it? Yeah, it's so sad. I don't don't want to look it up. All right, well, anyway perspective. Fox Sports Radio Nation perspective. Oh. Now we'll get it it's sad, right? So Come sad. On. So sad. Uh may he rest in peace. Now, so much other stuff went on when this he, weekend. Let me
2: to El Pollo Loco guy off my list. Is that's it not, it's not, not it's perspective. Not a, it's not a big deal hey, anymore. Rich,
1: is it that big of a deal that I didn't get pineapple when you really think about it now? It's not a big deal. Yeah, see, Man. that's the point.
2: That's why I bring it up. That's like perspective. You know, but that's perspective. Uh, you know what it is though. You can't live that way though. Why? Because that's that's the equivalent of... As my parents always said to me, Hey,
0: hey,
1: get over here. Don't sweat the small stuff. Steven, stop sweating the small stuff. No, I, I agree. And you know what I did as a kid? I did the opposite. And I always sweated
2: the small stuff. No, but... This is the reminder I, not I to. agree. You're not supposed to sweat the small stuff, but that's like... So every time you don't finish your meal, you shouldn't be thinking they're starving kids in a third world country. You can't live that way; otherwise, you'll be just be miserable all the time. My my wife got into after we had kids. My wife, like a lot of women, dealt with a little postpartum, just a lot of emotions, and she was drop. She'd go buy diapers and clothes, not for our kids for other kids and just start dropping them at shelters and stuff. like, you gotta, I mean, it's a nice deed, but uh, I'm not making that much money. But, you know, you, you start thinking, but what about those kids who don't have moms and dads? It's awful. Just live in the clouds. Don't think of these things. I don't know what to tell you.
1: Well, like I said, it's a perspective situation. I know. So now talking about Little League doesn't seem all that important now, does it? You're a little fruit cup without pineapple. (laughs) Travesty. I'm also mad about this umpire that got the call wrong. But let's go over everything that happened this weekend that made you say – hmm. Things Things that made you went. hmm. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that made me say, hmm, this weekend. (laughs) Like things that make you go,
2: hmm. You threw a curveball there. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, man. I'm like uh,
1: (laughs) old school Tom
2: Gordon. You're like Mike Scott Scott in the 86 playoffs. Unhittable (laughs) curveball. Unhittable. Yeah, I think he's scuffing the ball, Ramos. I think he's got some sticky stuff.
1: So many things went on this weekend that I figured we just, you know, combine it all between the fights and the NBA playoffs and all these other side stories, like, hey, Tom Brady is officially a minority owner of the Raiders. Like that just happened. That makes me say, hmm, all right. A lot of little headlines. Carmelo Anthony officially retires after nineteen
2: years. And you know, when you think Carmelo say, hmm. when you think Carmelo Anthony, I'm intrigued if we went around the room. What do you think of? Dan Byer, Ramos, Danny you don't, G. When you I, been one another, when I, I say that. Carmelo Anthony, like what is what's his legacy to you? Syracuse, yeah, one and done, but won the championship. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm a Q's guy, so I was like, I was a year, I was like yeah. a year removed. I missed Carmelo by like a year, so 0-3. Oh, Carmelo, yeah. Cuse, but then what? Maybe just never got And then also that little there?
3: Knicks run that they had was it like 2009, right yeah, around
2: there? Yeah. It Was a
4: Denver run, I think.
2: And there was a he Denver. Did, yeah. Is, yeah, it, is, yeah, it, is he one right. of those guys where like almost like a Dame Lillard, where like hasn't really ever made it that next level, but a, a star of the game? Of course. I, I think
4: it's different because of, and I agree with Danny that Syracuse is going to be what he is, especially because there wasn't one after. Yeah. You know, and and the gap that. I mean, he was, I mean, LeBron and Melo like, were like in tandem. Like when you say that, it flows because you said it so much. And maybe it's not fair, considering what LeBron has done in his career. But I, not a disappointment, not what I'm saying at all. But he was such a brand name when he was so young that I don't know on how he actually really filled out his career. and
2: I think younger fans, though, got a glimpse of a a, a Carmelo that was essentially done. So they don't realize that in his prime, he was an elite player in the NBA. I think, I think yeah. the, the end, the end of Carmelo when he was like trying to make teams and sticking around, and he was like a role player. You know, LeBron brought brought him on for a minute like that. Carmelo, that's not the one no, that we no. should remember. I mean, nineteen
4: years though, yeah, long career. How many of them were? Because the end, they were bouncing around different spots. Mm-hmm. So you have the 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 come up with Denver. You have the you know the ruffling there, then on to New York, and then that tenure, which by the way wasn't always great. Yeah, wasn't always great, but I bet you Rich remembers the night we went to his debut
1: yeah. game. Yeah,
2: we we lucked out, Byer. This is like uh, this is a pure case of luck. So one of our interns back in the day at SiriusXM, we called him Assfoot Andy because he, sm- he yeah. smelled like dirty feet. Shout out to Assfoot if he's listening. Andy, we called him "Assfoot Andy." He was a big sports guy. He was a big Knicks fan. He goes, "Guys, thanks for the internship. I learned a lot from you guys. I'd like to take you to a Knicks game." And it was like a random weeknight Knicks Milwaukee Bucks, and obviously this is way before Giannis. This is when the Bucks are probably the lamest team in the NBA. Not your mouth. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dan <laughs> Byer, but I'm talking like 2000s, 2010s, like <laughs> Brandon you know, Jennings Bucks. Yeah, I mean, it was like that, not. Yeah. yeah it was, so it was like a random weeknight. So we're like. Dude, that's cool. We'll go to a Knicks-Bucks game. That'll be fun. We'll celebrate, have a drink. And after he got these tickets, that's when the Knicks got Carmelo. And it's like, Carmelo's debut. And I remember getting so pumped. Yeah, the so Garden we, went
1: all out for, he, he came with, uh, because for his debut game. Because
2: he's a New York guy and he went to Cuse Upstate. That Knicks marriage, I thought that was... Uh, I think everyone had slightly higher hopes. I know it's distasteful. Untasteful? Distasteful. Distasteful. Distasteful and untrue. But I
1: always think of Honey Nut Cheerios and what <laughs> Kevin Garnett had to <laughs> That's say. Ridiculous. No, I do. I, I, I don't know. You ask me, what do I think? I, I do I, unfortunately I, think I, yeah, that, I do even hear. though I heard it wasn't true. Paul Pierce said it wasn't yeah. true. So I do think that stupid story, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's too in your bad. Own time. Yeah, look it up on your own time. But I do think about that. And I also think about the impressive,
2: again, 19-year career Carmelo Anthony had. Let's be honest. As much as we're pals with everyone here, do you think everyone here was like, man, this new the new guys, Kavino and Rich, I'm really rooting for them to dominate. No Probably one's really not. saying that. No. Do you think any other show here, no matter how confident or great they are, do you think they want Kavino and Rich to dominate? No. They're like, all right, I hope they're okay. Kavino and Rich is a great show. <laughs>
1: yeah, not everyone's pumped about it. Yeah. But so, i bet he is.
2: Let's hear Big Ben Roethlisberger.
3: I'll be completely honest,
2: like, and I'll be I'll be super transparent here, and I'm I'm gonna get blasted. I probably shouldn't say this, but I mean, who cares? <laughs> at this point, I wouldn't say that I I wanted Kenny to necessarily fail, but like, you know, when someone comes to replace you, you're like, you know, I feel I still feel like I had it. Like, my hope he doesn't come like ball out because then it's like Ben who, right? I mean, it's just it's honest. It's real talk. Like, it's honest. All right. Ratings at a radio or TV station. A job? Do you want to leave your sales gig and have the new sales guy or saleswoman come in? How about your ex's new guy? Do you tri- want him to oh, slay it? I wrote that down right here. Yeah. Do you want the new boyfriend to be some stud that delivers uh, financially in the bedroom, emotionally? Do you it's want it's always to- like that
1: movie Taken with Liam Neeson? Remember Liam Neeson's ex moves on, and the new husband buys the step kid, like a pony, and, and then Liam her, Neeson yeah. shows up with a little karaoke machine. <laughs> But he did save her from sex traffickers, though. So. Yeah, Look what think he had to do <laughs> to prove his worth and as a dad. Didn't the new guy end up killing the ex-wife anyway? In the third yeah, year? yeah, I think so. I forget. I now you're it, giving away no. spoilers? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. That's when came out, what, 10 years ago? Jeez. More than that, probably. I saw the first one. Thanks. Yeah, But you never want the next guy. Yeah, you might want your next guy to treat her with respect and be a nice fella, especially if there's kids involved. But you don't. Do you really want him to be slaying it and to be the
2: greatest guy ever? It's a. It's it's honesty and the only person, other than Big Ben, that I've heard say this at no, least to no, us. No, 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 no. There's been one guy. I just who, said honestly, there's, there's only been one guy. Oh, who is it? Are you listening to me? Who is it? The words that are coming <laughs> out of my mouth. I said you there's talk only so been, been. Fast. It's hard to decipher. I said sometimes. there's only been one guy uh-huh. other than Big Ben uh-huh. that I've heard say this. And that is Barry Zito. Barry Zito, said former it. baseball pitcher Barry Zito. Is that who you had? Yeah. Okay. Good. I remember because it. Well, it was, was refreshing a, and honest. You I was like, "Oh wow, it. that was um, I was surprised he said it." He was on our when we did a, the ESPN TV show. He said when he was out of the rotation, anytime he was banged up, deep down inside, he did not want the spot starter to do that well. He's like, "I wanted my team to win, but not because the pitching was dominant." And I thought that was really refreshing and honest. because Nobody
1: wants to be Wally Pipped or the current day would be Drew Bledsoe, right? By the next guy. Regardless of what it
2: is. If you but and I, if you I and have I, a thought. I have a secondary thought on this. If you and I take a day off, do you want whoever fills in for us to be the yeah, greatest? But if you're Dan Patrick, right?
1: And you're already great. And everybody knows it. And you're truly confident in what you do then you don't care. That's the difference. It's like much like when anything, no, There's a
2: few untouchables in every career, right? Like Patrick Mahomes is not being replaced. Either is, and you can name like Josh Allen, you can name like 10 other guys. But there's about 15, half the league... Could be replaced in the quarterback position. True confidence yeah. is immune to this.
1: I don't think Dan Patrick's canceling his Memorial Day plans. Yeah, because true. we're filling in for him exactly. next weekend. Because true week. confidence <laughs> and <laughs> true sweating. greatness. He's sweating, bro. It's immune. It's, it's immune like, to it. Uh, barbecue's off. I gotta go to work. But that's the level of greatness you want to be at. Clearly, this was not a confident moment for Big Ben Roethlisberger. Even though he achieved greatness in football, here's the here's the caveat. Like you said, Rich, there's probably some people not thrilled that CNR doing their thing on FSR, right? Yeah. They might not admit it, and then one day there's going to be another show that comes and it's going to be on our our, you know, right behind us. It's how you handle it. You got to handle these things with grace. Yeah. You got to have grace throughout that process. That's the difference. Some people don't and some people do. Like you could acknowledge like, "Uh-oh, this person's a threat." But you could still treat them with respect and almost uh, a courtesy that they're now
2: challenging you, you know, or you could be a big baby about it. Uh, What is, what is Ryan Tannehill's approach been? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not here to teach the person that's (laughs) to me, that's that's going to replace me being a
1: sports baby, sports baby, that's being a sports baby. Now I understand the
2: feelings, you
1: know, cause uh, am I going to be helpful to that next show? I mean, maybe. You probably but I, but i but from these lessons you learn in life and the way i've seen some people treat us i want to do the opposite and be and by the way there's been a lot of welcoming people i'm not saying that not everyone uh has a problem with us uh, but i want to be graceful to that next show and to those next people but big ben's true honesty confidence isn't threatened by that
2: no nah, but big ben's honesty is is real, and I like that. I, I think it's great, yeah. Because you could be Big Ben Roethlisberger and have a, you know, a couple Super Bowls, you know, in your career. You're a multi-pro bowl, you know. We'd say Big Ben's a Hall of Famer. Yudoma is yeah. a Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer. I'd say so. Do you think he should be threatened? No. But you don't want the next guy. Like, I always thought replacing someone great was daunting. Like DD Gregorius? You want to be the guy that's second. Or you could say, hey, listen, I'm so confident I'll be the guy.
0: Like Confidence when like, is key, man. Like when Confidence Howard Stern. And grace. When and Howard grace Stern
2: uh, walked away from FM radio before he went to Sirius. Mm-hmm. Who is this? Wasn't Diamond Dave? Diamond, da- Diamond Dave. I was going to say Diamond Dallas Page. That was not, not no. <laughs> Diamond David Lee Roth. People may forget that. So, yeah. The David Lee Roth, Van Halen David Lee
1: Roth, replaced Howard Stern when Howard Stern went on to satellite. And
2: no one wants to be the person that replaces Derek Jeter. No one wants to replace Michael Jordan. No one wants to replace LeBron James when he's done. No one wants to replace that guy. Oh, because they can't replace that guy. But it is refreshing to hear, like, someone say... Some honesty. I'm not necessarily rooting, like, you know, for the... I don't want him to fail... But I'm not rooting for him to light it up. Right? Like when, you know, when Brock Purdy was like unbeatable. <laughs> Do you think Trey Lance was stoked about that? No. Oh, hell no. I mean, There's no question. You know, he was like, oh, damn it. Why? You know, Trey Lance, you know, probably is a good teammate. It was like, oh, they're winning. But you know what would have been better in Trey Lance's uh, future? If Brock Purdy stunk. It's true. So we applaud Big Ben Roethlisberger on the
1: honesty. But remember, true confidence prevails. And handle
2: those situations with grace. Be the better and bigger person. Now coming up, we're going to talk about witnessing someone clinch on your home turf. Because this could happen tonight.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
4: All happening in only one place, This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me,
2: Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to
4: expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
4: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
0: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
4: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
0: Did you ever play the over-under
2: game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter.
1: Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW Show. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW CRSHOW
0: only on DraftKings Pick 6.
1: You know, two things that stood out to me is, you know, the Celtics' bad coaching, the, the coaching criticism. Because you have to attribute it to
2: coaching, because you're like, how are they losing so bad? Or or is Eric Spolstra so very, very good, as uh, Drago's wife would say?
1: Well, yeah. yeah so he is. very, very good. He is, and that has to be the noticeable difference here, right? Like, how did the Celtics drop three to the Heat? And when it comes to the Lakers, it's been very competitive, but how did the Nuggets pull away at the end so quickly, right? Don't you feel like, oh, it's close. And then you look down to tie your shoe and you look back up and then they pulled away by 10 again. You're like, oh my God. So if you believe in championship rounds, as they say, I feel like the nuggets are so good that even if you're being competitive and you're winning, when it gets into the championship rounds, the later minutes of the game, man, do they turn it on.
2: And it makes me say, wait, how did that happen? Yeah, I I had the... uh, I had the game on at the house after the kids birthday party a couple of the parents stuck around and at one point it was tied fourth <laughs> yeah. quarter and then no, I know that you are. turn around you get yourself a drink you turn back and it's like whoa, whoa nuggets by 12 right now what's going on Danny G I know he just walked back in the studio Danny you had to be just baffled how like anytime the game felt close very quickly the they nuggets pull just away pull so away so fast
3: Yeah, we talked last week about how not just Lisa Saltzers, but a lot of the country didn't watch much Nuggets basketball during the regular season.
1: But, dude, they turn it
3: on. We saw them because we watched them against the Lakers. I saw them on primetime a few times. They come at you in waves, and they don't stop coming at you. And if Jokic is not hot, then it doesn't matter. Jamal Murray can take over and be hot in the next game. And two games in a row, you saw what he can do with the best defense on him.
2: You know – We always love to find a storyline, and I know Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets is probably the one that most will root for. Like, what a great year for this guy, you know, just bringing it on on such a high level. You mean
1: uh, Michael Jordan's illegitimate son, as they
2: say, on social media? So, I mean, Jimmy Buckets is a great story, but I was unaware of the Jamal Murray story. Did you see Coach talking about it, saying how when Murray got hurt, he was, like, in tears, saying, like, are you guys going to get rid of me now I'm damaged goods and they go no you're our guy didn't play for practically what two years in the nba recovering and he's lighting it up so it's a good comeback Lighten story for up. Jamal Murray is a good storyline i'm not saying it's the one i want to see go all the way but i mean it looks like Dude, you know when,
1: when he catches fire though it's it's game over
2: unless we're seeing history and i know Cavino has a theory on lebron which is if lebron somehow some way Oh, my thought is this. It makes me say, hmm, because a lot of people are like, why should I even tune in at this point? I'm not going to watch tonight. I'm not even lying to you. I'm not. Wow. I'm, because I, I'll, I'm going to grill with my family, probably do something with the kids, and uh, watch watch a show with my wife. Why am I going to watch a 3-0 yeah, deficit? You could, I'll, check in. I'll check in on my phone. You could be watching
1: history in the making. No one's come back in the NBA three games to none. But if he does, one game at a time, as Rocky Balboa said, Rich, One step, one punch, one round at a time. One step, one punch, Punch one round round at a time. time. If they just focus one win at a time, one day at a time, Schneider style, Dan (laughs) Byer, Schneider style, one day at a time, you realize that uh, that seals his legacy? Because he'd be the only guy to ever do it. It's just four games. I know, but then it becomes a different story. You know, cuz everyone compares him to Jordan and how great is LeBron? If they were to pull this off, that would pretty much seal the story right there.
3: I like Austin Reeves' quote. He said, "Our backs been against the wall for yep. months. Uh maybe more than that. We can either come out Monday and go home or fight for another day with the group of guys we have. I know what that answer will be."
1: Yeah, and and LeBron said in that same press conference you know that's their mindset you might not believe it but they believe it
0: and uh, Ramos I know you had a question well I was going to say I don't think any team with LeBron in it is ever going to quit just yeah. like Kobe Kobe's they never really you you might lose but you're not going to ever like not give 110% out there but my question was like Jamal Murray it reminds me of kind of a James Harden remember James Harden when they went to the finals with OKC with Kevin Durant Russell Westbrook he had a great conference finals remember he was yeah. awesome but in the finals he literally shot like 5%. I mean, he was he went as cold as you can. Is Jamal Murray is this the kind of series that either promotes him if they make it to the finals as the guy who's the go-to clutch guy or can he go all of a sudden just ice cold and he just he's he's just gone? I I don't know I mean Yeah I don't know Is is he a streaky shooter Is he kind of like He's been hot In every game In this series But if they move on Will he continue That hot streak Or will I think he he will But great
1: defense Could change everything Right like not yes. even buy a bucket.
3: I'm glad you just said that, Covino, because I'm not the only Laker fan that was screaming at my TV for Darvin Ham to empty his bench defensively. Like, for instance, Troy Brown Jr., he is on the bench, and he got benched a while back because of his inconsistent offense. But he's a lengthy, good defender. Had Darvin Ham at least tried to put Brown Jr. on, On them or call some timeouts and do something. You got to double them. You got to contest those three pointers and break that momentum. Yes, you have to do something. Where the game got out of hand is where it looked like they were just kind of laughing, like, "Okay, well, there's nothing we can do. We can't." No, there's something you can do. And I'm looking at Darvin Ham, like, "Dude, you got to step up too right now."
2: Yeah, you know, there was a time in that first quarter, the first quarter, second quarter, where, uh, like I said, I had my kid's birthday party, so I had the game on, but I was entertaining. People were watching the. Game, there was a point where I went to go uh, get some chips. I try, I, I had to rewind. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa hold on, because I was like half watching them in the first quarter. How many points does Jamal have? Yo, Jamal Murray went off in the first half. Like, it was to the point where you're like, oh wait, I had to rewind to see if the if the if the graphic was like a misprint. He was that on fire. So. Um, I have a theory on the two three oh series right now, but and I still have to talk about the fight, some of my yeah. takeaways there, your weekend, things that made you go, hmm live from the Tirack studio. And by the way, at the end of your first year, at discover credit cards, automatically double all your cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you earn doubled. Seriously, see the terms and details all at discover.com slash match damn
4: buyer. What is going on, buddy? Guys, a lot's going on in the National Football League, but one thing that is not happening is Lamar Jackson. He is not showing up to voluntary OTAs today. He is expected to be with the team later this week. Mandatory minicamp for the Ravens starts June 13th. Now, it's been a busy day in the NFL. By a vote of 24 to 8, NFL owners approved the move that would allow flex scheduling for Thursday night football. It's not every week Only weeks 13 through 17 would be eligible for flexing and only happening twice per season. You would get 28 days notice. Hold on, I want to hear
1: if Spot was paying attention. You can't be flexing, bro, for the next yeah Only the second half of the season. Have you seen this (laughs) guy's Instagram? Gee, that's all he does. Good
2: to know. Uh, Dan, you know what's interesting is if your team is in contention, you're most going to be punished with a Thursday night game. Which is why I could wonder why those eight teams, like, really? Come on. Yeah,
4: there's. I I was actually just about to bring up some of the schedule and some of the matchups that you would see in in week 13 at that point. So uh, just quickly taking a look uh, the Seahawks and Cowboys would be the first one, and then you would have uh, New England and Pittsburgh. Um the big brand names yeah. there for that they may not want to move it Chargers and Raiders Danny's Raiders would be the the following
2: week That could matter at that point Yeah right.
4: yeah exactly and I think there's going to be a pretty high threshold Saints and Rams that would have been a dog game this past year so mm-hmm. that would have been moved out but you can only do it twice a year Yeah yeah you're right there could be a team that's put at a disadvantage but likely it would be two teams that would be yeah. put at that disadvantage
2: I'm a big Mets fan as you know I know not everyone watches every team, but lately it's hard to ignore, just even if you watch highlights, that the Mets have been on fire. The Mets went from they couldn't find a way to win to now, it seems like anytime the Mets get down in a game, someone's hitting a home run. You got to credit alls. They, they're calling them the baby Mets. They are Alvarez. Playing, yeah, they're,
1: they're playing some exciting baseball for sure. Uh,
2: Beatty, Alvarez, Vientos, all these young guys are playing practically every day. All the guys that your dad can't pronounce? Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Batty, dad, it's Beatty. Oh, Vientos. Oh. Vientos dead. Oh, Al- <laughs> oh, Alvarez. Oh, Alvarez dead. So, no, all these young cats are slaying it. Pete Alonso is, I mean, as we said the other day, it must just be because he, he must be like a goober or something because he should be the most talked about home run hitter in baseball, but no one's talking about Pete. He's kind of a goony guy. You know how AJ Prezinski rubbed
1: people the wrong way? I'm not saying they're this, rubbing people the, the wrong way the same way, but it, he was sort of a goon in that way, I think.
2: Yeah, I Pete's a likable guy. I just think there's something where people are like, oh, he's like a... Yeah, there's something goonish about him. Anyway, <laughs> and I love him. He's my favorite Met. Yeah. That, my that, daughter, that, every time he gets I up, like my, him. my daughter's like, there he is, Polar Bear Pete, Dad. I'm like, yeah, Polar Bear Pete. Every time the Mets get a big hit now, he's doing this thrust with his junk. I'm sorry. Oh, the, uh, the junk thrust. When... A, a big play happens. He'll get together with a couple other guys, and they all thrust at each other. And they I helmets? I, the, I uh, cho- the chalk thrust. <laughs> yes, it yeah. the, must be the chalk. Well, they are chalked up about all the home runs they're hitting. But do you remember when the during the World Series and the Cubs won? Was it David Ross? Yes. Who we during were, like uh, a crucial at bat they were
1: slapping? <laughs> yeah, no, though they, they were
2: they were grabbing man ass and they were also just thrusting at each other. Is that does it get to be a little inappropriate for the kids watching, or is it funny? Do you think it's weird? Like I'm telling you, watch a Mets game. Any t- Marte Sterling Marte. The
1: thing is, is sort of under the radar from my perspective yeah. because. I say you, you really clip. have to look into the dugout to see this oh, sort of I, thing. I said to Camino. It's not like they hit a double and all of a sudden Pete Alonso's on
2: second thrusting in the air. But I said to Camino, I go, look at this. And I sent him a clip of a Starling Marte home run. Right. They pan to the dugout, and there he is, Pete Alonso, on the front step of the dugout, uh, uh, like he's been no, grou- he was like, like uh, he's been up. Uh, uh. Yeah. I was like, "What is he doing?" And now, then after the game, uh, he gets together, like him, Nimmo, Lindor, they all get together, and they do a thrust, and I'm thinking to myself, what "Is are that you-? why you want to do that after every show now?" I, that's why. And I'm like, "Dude, anyway." But here's the deal: because is, the it, Ma- is it awesome or is it inappropriate? Is the question. But here's the thing too: we're not getting an answer as to why, because. SNY or any... Because every it, team finds their thing. No, no, no. I'm saying it, because you're not getting the answer to this because it's not like the Angels where they're wearing like a samurai helmet or a, hey, why are they doing this on the Pirates? Or, I don't think Steve Gelbs or Gary Cohen or any of these guys, they're like professionals. I don't think they're going to be like, hey, we, we're we investigating the Mets, the junk thrust. Danny
1: G, can you get Alonzo on the show so we can ask him what all the thrust things about? Sort of what I'm you getting You need at. a few
2: non-professionals to get to the bottom of this. Because I think, th- you know, you've never seen where something... Funny happens, but the announcers are too professional to point it out. It happens in sports all the time. I just think there's no explanation as of right now as to why. Like it,
1: you're saying that it must mean something. There must Maybe be it like, means like an, an FU to somebody. Like, I want to know. Or, yeah,
2: I want to know like what's the joke. Right. But I don't have access to Pete Alonso, and as much as I admire the broadcasters at SNY, they're not doing their homework because so they're not going to the the be like, "Hey, we're here with uh, Francisco Lindor, uh, great game today." But by the way, can you tell everyone maybe they got why from you that thrusting? Little, uh,
1: remember that little like uh, vampire Bat Boy who was on the big screen and went viral, and he lifted his shirt up and he was like thrusting. Yeah, d- maybe it's that, him. Remember that but Bat Boy it. looking Hispanic? Remember that little Hispanic boy? Oh yeah, who got on the big screen and then he realizes it and he picks his shirt up and he starts thrusting. Oh, like that's
3: lived on because now they'll <laughs> split that with any girl who's dancing like a volleyball yeah. player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then they do, a, they do the battle. Yeah,
1: maybe they're just reenacting that very infamous moment. And that, and that boy that is Camino. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, yeah. I'm that kid. <laughs> that's, that's, that's people cool. don't know that. Camino's <laughs> yeah. the little boy. I'm that kid.
2: But yeah. anyway, if anyone's been watching Maybe a lot they're baseball. big, ravishing Rick Rude fans. <laughs> maybe. I, you know, when
3: he's doing it, I feel like he's saying, somebody's going to get pregnant. Yeah. yeah I, like, that's what maybe, it looks like. Maybe
1: there there is an inside thing that we don't know that, but, Rich, I totally feel you. Uh, but that's they're, what it is. Like, too highbrow to acknowledge yet.
2: Yeah, it's, it's if, uh, I don't know, if the Dodgers are all doing some funny hand motion, they'll go, uh, hey, let's go down to the field with whoever. Well, a week ago, uh, it was uh, Max Muncie who started doing this, and you, you get the reason why they're doing it. No Mets fan knows. I even I put it on the Mets Facebook page. I'm like, hey, it has like thousands of fans. I'm like, hey, does anyone know? Just, just out of curiosity, what's with the thrust? Is there a story? Does someone know? But again, because it's very professional, no one's saying, Well, You hey, know what's going to uh, be funny,
1: man? It's like when these Little League kids start doing it. Yeah. And when the Little League World Series happens and they're all doing their best polar bear, Pete, and they're thrust. thrusting.
2: Well, hey, just something. If anyone knows the answer, at Rich Davis, I'm here. But I just know uh, I just know that no one has asked the question because, frankly, who on a national broadcast is gonna ask that question to Pete Alonso? Hey, Pete, you're leading the league in uh home runs and the Mets are on fire right now. Hey, tell us about your junk thrust. Nope. What's the origins? To- Almost we'll get to the bottom of it. Stay tuned. All right. Well, hey, Kavino and Rich on FSR. We are gonna also talk about watching someone clinch on your field or court next before we get out of here. But Butcher Box, you grilling up tonight before uh the Lakers uh get closed out? I mean, or win? Uh, You know what, man? I'm always down for ButcherBox.
1: That's the beauty of it. The convenience, right? How many hours do you waste? Like, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? Well, whatever you want. What do you you want? I don't know. What do
2: you want? It's like never ending. ButcherBox solves all of that. Yeah. And as I said before, there's certain products we talk about. You may have no interest. You may have a ton of interest who doesn't eat i mean you 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 know you have meat you have chicken you have fish you have steak you have chopped meat ground beef you have these things so why not get it through butcher box it's fresher higher quality convenient the price points. Like the d- kids the kids are so finicky it's delivered like even the kids are like loving it so ButcherBox.com, if you use code CRSHOW right now, you're going to get ground beef for a year, plus $20 off your, for, uh, off your first order. So picture this. You get a delivery to your house. Not only is it the meat you ordered, you get two pounds of ground beef for free in the box.
1: Mm, perfect for grilling season. Yeah,
2: code CRSHOW. show. Father's Day next
1: month, so order now. ButcherBox.com, code CRSHOW.
0: I bet you're smart.
2: Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
1: Brooks
3: Kepka. For his second birdie in three holes, his seventh of the day, as this works down the slope, up to the cup and into the bottom. And Brooks Kepka gets the double digits at 10 under par with a birdie here at 16. He will head to 17 with a four-shot lead in the 105th PGA Championship. Kepka taps in for par. Brooks Kepka is the winner of the 105th PGA Championship. Impressive performance. That
1: is of uh, SXM, Sirius XM, PGA Tour Radio. Brooks Koepka, big win, PGA Championship. The progressive play of the day, Covino and Rich. <laughs> please hit us up at Covino and Rich. Yeah. We're always putting up some cool videos for your viewing pleasures. And please subscribe to our podcast for free. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you stream. And if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, you qualify for a bribery ball. We'll be giving away some tomorrow for... Iron Mike trivia, Iron yeah. Mike Tuesday.
2: but I'm still torn about tonight. I'll I'll watch. Uh, I was talking to Shay and Ethan and some of the great dudes at work here that are in the editing room. Mm-hmm. And like every NBA player, quote wants it. So and it's I like- I never said they didn't. No, no, but I I, I get the sentiment of like if you you're said the that, Lakers, you were
1: quoting uh you were quoting Mark Cuban earlier. Yeah, Mark saying, Cuban, saying that everybody
2: wants it. Yeah, I just. I'm so torn on the outcome of tonight. Like, do the Lakers win to, like, stay alive and, you know, they're in L.A. Like, yeah, they're not going to go down that easy. But then again, I'm watching a replay right now on NBA TV in the background. And Danny, you were the first to say it. These games were all close in the fourth quarter. And then Denver just took over. The Lakers could very well have won any of these games.
1: Yeah, they were in it. There There was no
2: game where the Lakers were down the whole game. The Lakers were up in a lot of these games.
3: Yeah, the Lakers look gassed to the point where fans have been getting on them on social media because their transition defense has been awful, especially down the stretch. They look gassed. So if they uh, are in a half-court set, their half-court defense has been the best in the NBA. Their transition defense has been pretty horrible.
2: You know, Danny, it sort of all ties together because we were going to talk for just a quick minute about Watching a team clinch on your home field, your home court. I did this. Ramos, I was at City Field when the Mets lost the World Series. That's why they lost. To the Royals in 2015. I was sitting at field level right by first base. And, you know, you watched, I watched the Kansas City Royals cheering. They put the Royals logo on the scoreboard and the the, the crowd sort of like a a dull silence. And there's the few visiting fans that are like scattered that are like, yeah, it's it's a very (laughs) weird feeling. And, you know, much like this series, I remember that team. In that 2015 World Series, that was the Daniel Murphy was hot year with Syndergaard and DeGrom and all that. You know, if the games ended in the seventh inning, the Mets would have swept that World Series. They blew every game, much like the Lakers were sort of winning or close in every one of these games. So it's a matter of closing. And I just wonder, if they can't tonight, is it going to be weird to watch the Nuggets celebrating in L.A.?
3: Yeah, we've had to go through it with the Dodgers multiple times, watching other teams celebrate on our field. And it is the worst feeling. Uh, My older brother and cousin, though, they were arguing with me on Saturday night because my text to them was, I was like, keep your heads up. You know they're not going to want to let the Nuggets celebrate on their home floor. And my older brother was like, what does that matter? And I'm like, well, if you have pride, it
1: matters. It does, and I, and I call it the double whammy of week. I just invented what? that. The double whammy of week. Oh, the double whammy of week. Yeah, because it's weak. The double dubs for the Lakers, but it's also weak for the Nuggets. I'm not saying they're playing any less, uh, but it's weak to win away or to clinch away because you're not getting that glory that you would at home. So it's weak on on both sides of the story. Extra reason for the Lakers to win it tonight. They gotta you, defend you're, their home turf. Uh, you know, we must protect if you this house,
3: Rich. If you're dead exhausted, you still gotta sprint back on defense every play of this game, every play,
2: every play. <sighs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you two. If I'm, if I'm watching my team, my teams have never really won. That's the sad part, right? And the Super Bowl is always in a neutral spot for the most part. The '86 Mets, Jesse Orozco, my only baseball memory of my life that was, uh, you know, World Series victory. That's a Chase Stadium. The crowd goes nuts game 6 and then game 7. You don't think that would have felt different if it was in Boston? Your Yankees won a World Series, I believe, in, in San, San Diego. Diego. And yeah, it was like the weakest. Weakest. yeah, it's the, it's the, it's
1: weak for San Diego fans, and it's not as exciting for the the New York fans. Or in is that it? Case. Or is
2: it cool to win in front of an obnoxious crowd? Because the 0-3 Marlins nah, won it's, at Yankee it's Stadium. It's always,
1: you always hear it's fun to silence that crowd, right? When you're playing away and you win, if you're or, a when you, silence or you hit a big shot, it's great to silence the crowd. But to actually win the championship or win a conference final, you want to do that in front of your home crowd. Out. That's if you're part, of
2: a, a, part of the thrill of victory. If you're a Miami Marlin, then the Florida Marlins, when they beat the Yankees game six at Yankee Stadium, you don't think there was a thrill in like, You Yo, don't think there would have been more of a thrill. In Florida? To do it in front of their home fans. I
1: like you're right. Like, like, like heroes. So, again, double whammy of week for both sides, in my opinion. But I think double whammy see, of week. You're going to see the Lakers battle tonight, and not to bring it back to, to boxing, but it was a big story over the weekend. That's why people put so much emphasis on the championship rounds. You know, the Lakers have not been able to compete and close out the championship rounds. The Nuggets have proven that they're a better team. They, they pull ahead at the end of the game. That's why people are saying Devin Haney lost over the weekend, Rich. He did not close out those last two rounds like a real champion should. If anything, it was Lomachenko, and people are left that lasting sort of memory.
2: Well, hey, listen, enjoy your Monday night. If anything, no, I watch Ted Lasso. Catch up on some of your favorite shows if the Lakers game gets out of hand. But hey, for all we know, LeBron, AD, everyone shows up. And you're right, one game at a time. That's the only way you can think about it. When you really do think about it, winning four games – isn't the craziest thing in the world? And records are made to be broken. Oh, and 149? Oh, hey. what a story that would be. Right. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great Monday night. Until then, arrivederci,
0: baby. Chi will
1: see you in the promised land. Have a good Monday. And
0: Goodbye. I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.